everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Real Play Podcast. And with me today is Matt. Hello. And we have Nate. What's up? And... Oh, that's it, unfortunately, guys. That's it. We're missing <sighs> our... Missing our fay already. Yes, it, we are. It, it, it's been... It's been a long time since she left us about... I don't know. An hour? <laughs> but hey, we gotta record episodes, don't we? So, this is weird because I can't do the one, two, three, four, five, six anymore, but I have to do an odds and evens. Matt, oh you're odd. I am. Nate, you're even. Am I? Let's see who's gonna tell me and us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. That's an even. That's a neat. What does it mean to be even? Even, well, Steven. Yep, even, Steven. Steven? Does it mean calm? Because that ain't me. Anyway, last time, uh, we were going to go get Resden to see a doctor about his snake puberty. And uh, we didn't get to go to the doctor because we had to go to Tina's mother's airship, which was about to take off. And she's scary. She's scary and mad at us for being, like, a little late in a world that doesn't have clocks. So we know how that um, trip is going to work out. Um, Tina was reunited with her father, who informed her there is a goblin uh, in her house. And she needs to go home, deal with that situation, uh, find her sister, generally be reunited with her father. And the rest of us are unable to ignore the uh, massively problematic social situation that's happening inside the boiler room of this airship and are off to deal with that. Yeah, and here you two stand with Tina walking towards Bear, stepping on their little dinghy. And instead of pulling some oars out, you do see this kind of like magical essence powering the back end of this dinghy. And it's just kind of almost like a motorboat. You see this propeller just start and it makes way off into the distance to Bear's ship. And off in the distance, you see the sails drop and the wind fill as the anchor is pulled taut. In these moments, as Tina is making her way, is there anything you want to converse about with one another or with Gimlet or about the things that are about to happen? Or you have no idea what's on that ship? Well, uh, Resident and Gimlet, I should let you know I've acquired a, a new toy. So this here, this jade eye, will allow me to see things far away from where we are. And I'm currently attempting to use it to look inside the ship before we enter, so we have some idea of what to expect. Okay, uh, why don't you tell me and the listeners what this does and what spell it is. So this is Clairvoyance, which requires a focus worth at least 100 GP, and it takes 10 minutes to cast, which I took last episode. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to pick a location that is obvious to me, uh, which I did with my perception roll last episode, and place a sensor there that either allows me to... It either allows me to see or hear anything within that region, as though I were there. And c can it see through walls? Can it... S it no. Is okay. I, I have to locate it in a location, and it's as though I was looking there, and I can't hear anything. Okay, so you, from your perspective before you saw the front window and you saw the various uh like one foot circular portals 
or port holes on the side of this ship. Where are you placing this? I'm placing it, uh, you said on the side there was some glass panels and some activity that appeared to be going on there, but I couldn't make it out. Yeah, there were about one foot circles uh, bolted to the side of this uh, massive ship, this massive airship. And it, there are glass portholes. Uh, it doesn't look like they're removable. Uh, it looks like they're solid to this ship. So you had, I think I said there was 10 of them on this side. Uh, so which one are you going to put it on? One through tw one through 10, pick a number. Put it in the middle. I'll put it on five. Okay, on five. Go ahead and roll a perception with that. Just so with your mind's eye of clairvoyance, you can see what you're looking at. Ooh, that's a crit. Crit fail or crit? <laughs> crit success. Okay. As you stand there, uh, Resden, Lyndon's face just kind of goes blank. His eyes go just white as he's just kind of standing there as he's looking through his mind's eye. It just appears to be not like a, probably a mess hall of sorts in the middle of the ship. Uh, looks like there's just a couple tables inside. Uh, there's some cabinets. Uh, it just looks like it's a, a room right here. Doesn't look like this would be any area of any inner workings of the ship. Just an area that some of the workers are going in and out of. Uh, you can see a couple people. Uh, they're all wearing pretty much a low-level hive uh, garb. Not necessarily armor. Just looks like they are wearing a suit. All black. You can see the, uh, the hexagon lapel uh, is gold and silver. But other than that, that's, that's all you can... All you can see. Can I estimate, based on the size of the mess hall, approximately how large the crew is? Uh, you see about, like, two or three people walk by. Can't really tell, because uh, the, the noise that you're hearing in this area through the clairvoyance is more of a... Almost like it's a espresso machine, just trying to uh, steam some tasty, tasty milk. Okay. And the mess hall itself... In terms of, like, how many would it seat if everyone were in there? Uh, go ahead and roll and investigate, just to... Because it's it's a small little porthole, and your mind's eye is staring through it, looking around. Seven. You can make out a couple picnic table-esque things. You can't really tell to see if they're against the walls or if there's benches on both sides, but you'd probably guess about ten, maybe? So I'll, I'll snap. I'll drop the concentration on the clairvoyance. You all right? Yes, uh... It's a little... It's mildly disorienting. Uh, haven't used this in a very long time. Mainly only seen my mother do this before. Did her eyes go white? Uh, yes, yes. Did mine? Sort of, yeah. Kind of like you got cloudy-eyed. It's weird. It's, uh, it's a useful skill, but I'm sure that was rather disconcerting, and I apologize. No, I thought it was pretty cool. Well, it looks like I, I was able to see within the mess hall, so I, I have not located any of... Any others like Gimlet? I have not located the engine room. I have not located the bridge. But uh, it does look like there are quite a few members of the Hive aboard this. I don't think if we go aboard that we will be able to immediately fight our way out if need be. Hmm. Yeah, we don't really have upper hand on this once we get on board. I think we could escape, but I don't... I think if we go on board this ship... We'll be playing a long game. Yeah, so do we want to uh, put on our happy faces and play along, is what you're saying? I would say do that as long as Gimlet is not in danger. And as soon as Gimlet is in danger, we exit. You hear that, Gimlet? You're going to stick by us the whole time. No wandering off. 
as you're saying this, you're kind of looking around. Where is Gimlet? Where'd he go? He is kind of sitting on his butt, feet in the water, just kind of staring off as Tina is sailing away with Bear. They've made their way to his ship, crawled, climbed up the uh, the ladder on the side, and you can see Bear and kind of see Bach just kind of peeking over the edge and Tina just kind of waving over at you guys as she's saying her last goodbye. I wave back. I, I don't... I don't want to do this. I want to know if what... What she said was real? I guess. I'm, I'm scared. You don't have to come with us, Gimlet, if you would rather stay in a safer place. I feel personally the need to help your kinsmen, but there's no reason that you should have to bear that as well. Where, where, where am I going to go? Look at me. I don't look like anything that you know I've ever seen here. I see you know, short little halflings, gnomes. I, I, I see just... I, I've seen anything else but me. How am I going to fit in? How am I going to... I mean, if... It seems that right now the only way that you fit into our world is as a source of energy, which we may have to just change the world to fix that. We won't let anything happen to you without putting ourselves at risk. I guarantee. But if you don't want to get on that ship, then I guess one option is it sounds crazy, but do you think you could find your way back to that crazy house on with the with the little mimics? I think you'd be safe there. I'm not going back there. I'm just saying no one else would show up and you'd be safe. No one would come after you. That's just an option if you... It'd be lonely, but you'd be safe. Well, I'd have other mimics. They're kind of cool, but weird. And uh, Tina still got one in her pocket. We could also run right now. Go anywhere you want. We could. We have no responsibility to Tina's mother. Can you turn invisible? I, I haven't tried. You or you or Lyndon? I cannot, though I know some may have that ability. I, I can shoot the fire from my hands. I can. Uh, inspire people. I can get really mad and I can oh. I can sneak up on people and <laughs> that was fun. I can stab him in the back and he kind of pulls out his little obsidian dagger. Well, how about this? She wants us to come along. It's clear. So she probably won't leave without us if we take a little bit of extra time for ourselves. Maybe we can check out see if there's a shop nearby that sells potions maybe check back with that one guy that Tian and I visited although I don't think he'd probably have anything but we could try to find a shop that maybe sells magic items maybe we can find something that'll turn us invisible that we could use on the ship at one point to investigate uh, I don't know I know you can open doors so a locked door isn't going to present a problem but being seen is What's he going to do opening a door? We're going... That thing's supposed to go in the air, isn't it? We're going to open yes, a door up there? Say they have a uh, a room they don't want us to see. Oh. Hmm. We may be able to open that. I can see through things with this clairvoyant ability. Um... Okay. <sighs> but we don't have to go. We have options. We can flee with you if you don't feel comfortable boarding that ship or we can board the ship put on smiling faces and play a long game in an effort to 
free the rest of your kind. I, I, oh, man. Uh, what are your passive perceptions, by the way? Uh, mine's not very good. 12. 15. Okay. As you are having this conversation and you all begin to turn around, you see two of the unarmored hive guards. She's waiting. Let's go. And they are not moving until you begin to move. Um, are you? All right. All right. And you do see Lyndon, the one on the left, which you are at, and Resden, the one on the right. They are reaching out to grab your, like, your hands, your wrists to try to pull you toward. Are you coming? Uh, I'll look at him and I just kind of glare. I said, I'm coming. As he reaches for my hand, I kind of ignite it and fire. It's like, I wouldn't do that. I'm following you. Let's make this go. Come on, all of you. Where's the, uh... If you'd give us one moment, it would be greatly appreciated. We will be much more compliant. You've had moments. Oh, we've had moments. But have you seen... Did you just see the drama of what just unfolded? Did you just see the emotional, emotionally charged atmosphere? Have you no heart? Have you no sympathy for what we have just experienced? Go ahead and roll an insight on this guy. Seventeen. He just looks like he's staring at you. There is no emotion in him. He does not care. He is a soldier. He is here to get you on that ship because that was his directive. Then I'll look at Gimlet and say, Gimlet? Yes? Or no? Yeah, that's just... I guess we're going to see where it goes because maybe they're not really on there. Maybe they're... <sighs> Come on. Let's just go. Well, let's see. Lead on. This way. I give, when they turn around with their backs to us, I kind of give Lyndon a look and just kind of nod and then look at Gimlet. Don't worry. If we have to escape, just, if anything goes bad, just jump over the side. Me or Lyndon will take care of you. Don't worry. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, no. And you guys make your way to this airship. Where as you finally begin to approach, you hear some blades. As the ship begins to rise a little bit more, the anchors strapped to the ground become a lot more taut. These massive blades underneath it, 10 foot in diameter on each, there's about 12 of them all the way across the whole entire base. The balloon that is holding this aloft at the time is three times bigger than this ship. And as you make your way up the stairs with the two guards down there, we're making sure you enter first. Who's going up first? Linden, Resden, Gimlet's in between you two no matter what. I motion for Linden, knowing he's got a little bit better eye on for things than I do. And I'll take up the rear with Gimlet between us. Okay. Lyndon, you make your way to this top of the stairs. Give me a perception check just to scan the massive room you enter. That's only a nine. A nine. It's it's a gigantic room with... Uh, there are tubes and pipes and valves everywhere. Other than that, it's a room. Uh, Gimlet kind of bumps into you as you stop to look around. Ah, oh, can, really? Just keep moving. Sorry, it's... Uh... It's kind of dark in I've here. I've never been inside one of these before. I, I don't think I have either. 
And I'm sure Resident hasn't either. No, never. I've been on two, well, yeah, two different ships in my life and nothing like this. Where is she? Did she leave with that wretch? <sighs> so it would seem. She, Kara, this half-orc, standing taller than both of you, just looks extremely pissed. Why the hell did you let her go? Oh, never mind, I didn't tell <sighs> I have so much to show her and so much to explain. If you <sighs> expect us to have control over your daughter, well... I never had control over her myself, so I don't expect you to... Just didn't expect her to go with him. <sighs> Welcome. We Welcome. Oh, what, what are you going to say? Hmm? You can just see she's pissed. We didn't she's expect pissed. her to go either, if it makes you feel any better. But it happens, and people choose their own destinies, and we're here, and we expect to be treated as guests, hopefully, and not be ordered around like your guards just did. If that's what your plan is, then we'll leave right now. But we're coming along of our own free will, so we expect to be treated properly. No special treatment, just fair. <laughs> and after you say that, the stairs retract and lock behind you. We have an amazing trip for you. Have you ever been in an airship? <laughs> I love this. I can go anywhere I want. One might say that I am an airship. You are. I have seen one of you around. It's been some time since I've seen her. What? <laughs> no, like, like me? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Where? Conversation for another day. <laughs> See, now you... No, I need to... I need, I need us to stop this conversation right now to oh, hear you, exactly you where you've seen go, that. You can't go anywhere now. You and him and that little one there. Hello. I'll... No, 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 no. Or mine. I... I didn't sign up for this. Oh, you are all so uptight. I can and I will open the door. <sighs> Maybe. Um, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. <laughs> uh, when you cast that, does uh, is, is there like a visual glimmer or anything other people can see? I mean, it's verbal, somatic, and... So my staff eyes kind of glow and I just kind of, there's a brief shimmer across my body, like a, like a brief, like across it. And I just tell her, it's like, just casting a bit of protection after your last statement. I hope you I'm... understand we don't appreciate uh, veiled oh. threats that wow. we belong to you. I mean, quite honestly, who's who talks like that? Um. <laughs> Clear the deck. And you can see everybody just kind of perk up and begin to walk out. You are here in the front deck. I have to keep them in line. And by doing so, I have to keep you in line. For the most part, it's show. I am the captain, and I am the captain of the hive. Would you like me to show weakness for people who follow me? Would you like me to hug everybody that needs one? Well, there's hugging, and then there's... You are mine. <laughs> it's just a show for the most part. <sighs> oh, 
Are, are you the baddies? Are they the baddies? It just sounds very controlling to say someone I... belongs to you. It's just me. It's that's extremely. All. That's there's there's strength, and then there's just there's just there's just being mean. Over the top showmanship. <laughs> if we're being, I may need candid, to give you some acting pointers. I used to have someone that I looked up to and was sort of a leader of sorts. And he used to order me around and I used to do his bidding. But then I grew up and realized, you know, there's better ways to lead people than to be an ass. And if you expect us to get along and take your leadership without question, maybe a little respect would go a long way. You don't have to like us. We don't have to like you, but you don't need to be cruel to be a good leader. Go ahead and roll a persuasion on that for me. Thirteen. As Resident seeing this, I picture him kind of like pushing his chest out a little bit. Just kind of moving his head at a couple angles as he's making his point. And fair enough. I'm <laughs> glad you showed some gumption. I kind of toss my hair out of my eyes a little bit with a flick of my head. <laughs> You should well, keep I'm that glad to see that you are not completely unreasonable. We're a little bit distraught at the loss of our friend. I cannot believe she left with that wretch. <sighs> oh, well. If it's fairness, she has a goblin sleeping in her bed. Wouldn't that upset you? I'd want it out of my bed. There's about five goblins on the ship. <laughs> there was something care. about a naked gnome as well. Though I'm not sure where that came from. Well, that I never told you that story. I'll have to share that story with you sometime. It's pretty good. Yes, so... Two days' time, we shall be in Sasoria. Two days? Wow. That's a... Well... How long does it take by cart? Well, you have to cross the sea. So... So quite a while. Unless yes, you have you'd a, a merhorse. <sighs> unless it were a cart that was surprisingly buoyant. <laughs> I mean, he can fly and I can, you know float behind him and carry me like a like a little tether so I mean that sounds extremely exhausting not the flapping the conversation oh it'd be too windy to talk I'd probably be sleeping the salty windy air kind of makes me sleepy we digress in this conversation you feel <laughs> what's that oh, the eight cables just lift and detach from the ground and this airship just raises off the ground. It kind of... Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. Giblet as well. He's fine. Twelve. You beat a ten, you're good. Seventeen. You're good. She does not seem to move an inch as she's expecting this, and you all weren't, but you kind of held your ground. Oh. <laughs> not your first time being on some sort of a ship, is it? Well, as I was you saying... You might say we felt the ground move beneath us a few times. In our recent past. At least once that I have uh, been told about. <laughs> Tell me, how was that encounter? She pulls a little book out. They should have sent two. <laughs> Indeed really? they should have. Was my daughter that impressive? Oh yes, especially with excellent backup. The worm was no more than a tree before an entire battalion of loggers. You said log. I was going to say a man ah, of yes. words, but now you ruined it, so let's <laughs> carry on. Oh, 
That log was very interesting. Um, little I still friend. I think it had something to do with everything. I, I wish to see your friend again. Um, what? He's he's right can here. You, can can you take your reps off? <laughs> Fine. He kind of pulls everything off and hands it to Resden. Now, this right here is different than the ones I've seen. What have you done to him? What have you done with him? He is much bigger and has some more tone to his extremities. Well, step one was we didn't put him in a tank. Oh. Oh, you... You must have completely misread what I said. We don't put them in the tank. It's... the stuff that... comes from them. How do Resident. you get it from them? Oh, I was gonna say, Resident, you, you have an idea of what this is, the cocoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stuff that boils in water? Yeah. Well, it's... I don't... <laughs> no, 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 I don't get this. Um, it's more of an export, if you will. <laughs> yes. So do you have any samples on board? Is that what's powering your ship? Is these... Absolutely. Parts? You two look so intrigued. This one doesn't as much, but let's... Let's, I guess you would like to see the the room, wouldn't you? Very much. I mean, if you're offering. Well, it's technology that you've never seen before, and you probably never will again if you decide to leave. Well, you've shut the door on us and we're in the air, so you have our attention. <laughs> you can see her just kind of forcefully walk through you and over Gimlet as if she doesn't care. This way, and there's a, a wheel. She just kind of turns it on this big, massive door. You get hit with this massive amount of humidity just, just billowing forth from below as this darkened hallway leads to a staircase going down. Ah, my hair. The humidity. It's going to do drastic things to your hair, dear. Put my, ho- um, put my, <clears throat> put my hood up. I assume you guys are all following her. Sure. Very well. Keeping an eye on our back. Yeah, she leads you down into this uh, quote-unquote engine room where there are a lot of moving parts, uh, a lot of wheels and pistons and steam just getting burst from various points. And off in the back, there are eight tanks. A little bit of light behind them. Uh, like a very familiar... Uh, mushroom glow that you have seen uh, down in the caves where you found that, that the bee honey inside these look like probably about think about like a 50 pound sack of potatoes amount in each of that cocoon like material this is uh is this dried or is this do you prepare it somehow or do you just use it raw material oh um we as I said, we export it, we, we purchase it, and we fill it in the tanks, and it does take some time before it dissolves and goes away, but it has a lot of power behind it. Yeah, it puts off a uh, heat. Oh, boiling water in seconds. So is this ship then steam-powered? Is that my understanding, or is it magic? Oh, it's absolutely steam. A little bit of magic, but mostly steam. Interesting. <laughs> Did you really think we had your friends in tanks? No. No, he was kidding. Yes. 
if that's the case, you're not gonna... Never mind. I am not yet convinced that this entire system is wholly above board. Oh. But I am willing to listen. Oh, it is not. I said they were exports. We purchase them from somewhere. I won't tell you where, but trust me, you don't want to know how and where and how much. But when you say it that way, it makes me want to know even more. That's excellent. Um, I won't tell you. Well, very well, I won't tell you either. Fair. Gimlet is just wandering around. Oh, my dad, my dad. This is... Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, and I know they're not in there because I can't sense them. Uh, at home, I can, I can feel when, when, when kin and friend and enemy and... and, and uh, you, you could see, like, Gimlet start to go a little nuts. Kind of putting an antenna on his head, just like... Captain, could we be shown to quarters? Yes. We're uh, quite tired. It's midday. Why would you be tired? Well, we traveled <laughs> through uh, through the night the previous uh, previously to arriving to town and haven't had much sleep. It's been quite a tiring day. Well, fine. The stairs are that way. <laughs> Make your way, and I'll show you to the quarters. Thank you. Come, Gimlet. Who's going first? I'll keep Kimlet between us as usual. Okay, so you, you did kind of pull him. Yeah, gently just kind of touch his shoulder and wait for him to move along. Uh, Resident, go ahead and roll an insight as you are pulling Gimlet. That's a uh, 10. You're looking at Kara, and she looked like she was about to reach for Gimlet and just kind of ends up picking something up off a nearby table. I pretend like I didn't notice. She wasn't trying to be... I mean, I don't react regardless. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she wasn't really trying to hide it, but she was trying to make sure you guys were going to it. Well, <laughs> uh, make way upstairs, I'll show you to the rooms. Uh, in fact, I will I will man the ship in those. And, uh, a couple of the guards to show you where you are staying for the night. If the we day. need anything, is there any one particular, like an underling, second in charge... Underlings. That we They're should all call underlings to me. I understand. I'm just asking for a name of anyone else we could. So we're not bothering you with all your important duties and slavery and all that. Head out and ask for whatever you need. Some sure somebody will bring it to you. Very well. It's a little piss that Tina hasn't come with us. Had some things to show her. <laughs> I guess I'll show you instead. Okay, I'm coming. I don't like don't sleep. I'll paint it all for her when we see her again. That's uh, okay. You get to the top of the stairs. Yeah, right this way. You're going to go down to the hall. Two doors to the left. The, you can see the guard look back at Kara. He looks back at you. You'll be nice and comfy in there. Smiles. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. You have a wonderful afternoon, sir. You as well. Make yourself comfy. And... They will close the door behind you as you make your way into a room. You are now in your room, door shut behind you. A small porthole is on the uh, the left side of the wall. You can see that you are not anywhere close to the ground. You can hear the propellers underneath. This isn't an easy feeling. Maybe for Lyndon, but for Resident and Gimlet being this high up, 
unexpectedly so far away from the surface. As you look out this window, you can see the port city of Ferris. You can see almost an exact similar design to those that you saw sketched in the pads. The, the multi-circles leading to the very center. You can see the spires along with the, the big domed uh, building in the center of them observatory that you uh, learned that it was and it just gets further and further away Lyndon is pacing back and forth how many uh, beds do we have in this room there's two and is it like twins big enough to set a another bed on the floor or will we have to like have Gimlet sleep with one of us you have uh, two twins on each side and there's about five feet of space in the middle it is very tight quarters but it's quarters for uh, for Lyndon um this was the second window in, so you would know that at least three more would be where the like the facilities are, your, the, the luncheon area where there was picnic tables and other areas, other stuffs. I look at Landon. You think you can uh, keep a running uh, map going of this ship in your little sketchbook? What? Oh, yes, yes, I can... Begin sketching. I, I know there's the mess hall is is that way. We're here, and uh, I start drawing. This is the entrance. The the that strange staircase that rotates as the main uh, entry. Uh, the portholes. Do the portholes seem to open? I like go up to the porthole, kind of feel around it. Looks like it is not only two inch thick glass, but there are bolts all the way around, about 12 bolts strapped to some sort of metal like sandwiching it in between the frame of this ship. How, uh, what, di- what diameter is it? About 6 inches. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yep. Well, we're this not fitting out that. Fortress. Well, one route of egress is the main exit, but that would be, uh, noisy. I think, I think if we get some rest now, we can uh, get up dead of the night when they've probably got most of the crew sleeping and maybe do a little bit of surveillance. Said so it's going to be two days. Probably don't want to blow our whole, uh, blow a bunch of risk on the first night. Maybe get a little bit more intel, see what we're dealing with here. Yes, we should ask around about a few things. Gimlet, like I said... No matter what happens, stick by us. Don't go off on your own. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I, I, I know they weren't my kind in there, but I, I know that, I know that um, that that, that excretion that from the cocoon that it's in there. Oh, man, can you secrete it of your own free will? No. How do you think they've obtained that? Uh, I don't want to do this. Do what? Hit me. Excuse me. I said hit me. Why? <sighs> the only way... <sighs> this is bad. The only way that excretes from us is the moment of death. And then, <sighs> if... Depending on the surroundings, if it's uh, 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 water, uh, like in the tanks, um, we... We are nourished by uh, uh, the surroundings and the water and anything in there. Until 
My cocoon's opened. Sir. Um. So we may be talking about an entire species being either killed or oh no, not placed killed. in a, a near-death state. Uh, it's. It would have been better if they just left... Oh, man. If they just left our kind in the cocoon, it would have been better. So this means they're... Oh, no. Oh, no. This is bad. This is real bad. Is this... Is this... Why the Prime Focus boils? Um... Uh, uh, from, from home, we, we are home. We are one. We... Uh, um, um... Okay, so... Um, uh... Home? If... If we... If, if we, uh... If we die, we come back to the world. And then... Eventually, we become us again. Absorb? Uh, um, um, like uh, a rebirth. Like a cycle of rebirth. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That, that, that. But we, mm. we are... We are home. We are one. We are supposed to come back. But if... Oh, no. If they disturb the process, you don't come back? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, oh no! It, maybe I—I I, I don't know. Uh, oh no! Well, clearly there is something very wrong being done that is not here. I was hoping we could just shatter the ship and and take your kind and leave, but it sounds like we need to find out where this center of export is. Um 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 um. Burke, give me your book. Your book. Yes. I made drawings. I made drawings. And Gimlet starts to frantically flip through, flip through, flip through. And you see a very rough sketch of what he did once show you of about 20 tanks. Hmm. Maybe maybe those are are, are the living. Maybe those are inside. Maybe. Maybe my kind. Uh, 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 I don't know. And that was underground. This yes. is the sketch after you were able to read the mind of this, the burrowing creature. Yes. Yes, that. The thing. Oh. So it seems we're going to the right place already. <laughs> Perhaps. You could just see this worried look on Gimlet's face. Like, burrowed. Kind of. He's just frowning. Just like His eyes are just like, not sunken, but just like the brow is just dropped. He is nervous. Easy. I, I don't... I don't, I, I don't want to, no, 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 no. It's okay, Gimlet. And I put my hand on his shoulder and said, listen. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, 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 okay. I just, I suggest you lay down and get some sleep. And I cast suggestion on him. Um, you got to roll something or I have to roll something? He needs to make a wisdom saving throw. And uh, that's going to be a DC of 14. Oh, uh, that's a 12. Okay, so yeah, he fails. So yeah, he basically is like, would think that's a good idea. I, th- I think that I did. I'm not just gonna... I'm just gonna... You can see him just kind of grab his little burlap sack and go plop on one of the... the cot slash beds you guys have in your room, and he's just gonna like tuck himself in the corner there. I'm not tired, but I'm just gonna go to sleep. I don't want to deal with <sighs> And then the beautiful music of Gimlet snoring once again happens as you two have the room. Wow, that was quick. What did you 
do? I just uh, felt the need to uh, help him calm down and uh, don't know. I didn't know I could do that, but it just kind of came to me. Mm. Never done that before. Interesting. Well, he does seem peaceful. He needed it. He was uh, getting a little stressed out, which I don't blame him. I think we should probably maybe get some rest too, and then uh, we can uh, see what uh, transpires this evening. What? Yeah. Yes. Um. I suppose we should. I. You. You go ahead. I. I may need a few minutes. Okay. You want uh, the bed since he got on the other bed? I can sleep on the floor. I've slept in tombs before. It doesn't bother me. No, you take the bed. I. I need to sit and think. Okay. Wake me up if uh, you hear anything or something weird happens. I doubt I'll be too deep in. I'm sure if something happens, it will be quite noisy. All right. Don't stay up too long. Don't you get exhausted, but see you in a few hours. I'll do my best. I'll lay down. As Resin lays down for some rest. Not necessarily needed, but it's been taking a mental toll over the past couple hours. Linden, what are you doing now? Uh, Lyndon paces around the room for a little bit longer, uh, it's a, sits down. It, without the beds, and with the beds there, you have a five-foot square room. Yeah, it's definitely some anxious circular pacing mm-hmm. uh, until he eventually sits down and considers lighting an incense stick and thinks better of it in the confined space. Uh, takes out his notepad and flips to a half-finished drawing, begins completing it. It is a portrait of a young Aarakocra female with some fur and some feline features, and he begins completing the drawing. And we are going to leave it right there. I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I am Patrick, their Dungeon Master. You can find me at Professor PFM on the Twitters. Matt, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter as well at Longfellow underscore Matt. And Nate, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. And if you can't guess my Instagram handle from that, you don't deserve to find it. And then there's... She's not here. (laughs) I had to. I had to. There's just emoji sad faces just spewing out of my brain at the moment. Mm-hmm. Just salty tears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more Misfits in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore guide. Please also give us a follow on our main group page at Cast Oh Many Things, where you can get notifications of our other podcasting adventures that we have in the works. All our episodes of Misfits Guide can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes or Podbean or any other podcasting app of your choosing. And if you enjoy our content, please do leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast Review or Podbean. We also welcome you to contact us by email, castofmanythings at gmail.com, or visit our Facebook page. Point is, we would absolutely love to hear from you, our amazing fans. We'll see you all next time on Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Insert new tagline here. I I really want some pie. (laughs) Okay, I want pie. Okay, I want pie. Wow. That's a work in progress. (laughs) We'll workshop it.